Welcome to the Leadership Playbook. My name is Emily Hawkins. How I used to introduce myself is, I have 15 years in supply chain, creating and leading teams, streamlining processes, managing millions of dollars. Except that's not what I do anymore. I'm a career and life coach. And I wanna take you on the journey of how to lead yourself, how to take your career to the next level, whatever that may be. I'm gonna give you tangible advice on exactly how to do what you want to do. Lead and love your life. Today, I wanna talk about how to shatter the glass ceiling in your career. And I really love this term. It was actually coined back in 1978 by Marilyn Lawden, who heard women talking about their own lack of career advancement and what that meant for them. Now, what I will tell you is I've worked with men and women, worked with thousands of both in the course of my career, and I will tell you that glass ceilings happen in both areas. But what I want to talk about is how you personally can remove your own glass ceiling because there are things that you might might be doing that you don't even realize are capping your abilities to move forward. There are three that I want to focus on. These are predominantly with women, but like I said, I've heard these same things with men, and I don't want these to be limitations. So let's move away from making them limitations, and I'm going to teach you exactly how to do that. So the first one I hear all the time, and again, predominantly with women, but I hear it with men, is I don't want to brag about myself. And you know what? I don't want you to brag about yourself either. Bragging would be walking in a room and telling people how great you are, how awesome you are. I am so smart. I am so pretty. I am these things. If you are saying that to somebody, that does not really speak to your value. And I think we are taught at a young age, first and foremost, do not talk about yourself. I was raised in the South and my mother always said, do not talk about yourself. Well, that's not real helpful when you're sitting in an interview and they want you to talk about yourself. But it's not that braggy way like you're thinking. It's about your gifts and talents. So I will tell you from my own personal background that I walk into businesses and I streamline them. I cut costs, I increase productivity, and I decrease inefficiencies. That is a fact, friends. That is a fact of what I have done my entire career. That is nothing about me being smart or awesome or any of these superlative names that we think of. When you think about your skill sets and you're in an interview, what does your job function do? What is the function of the job that you want to get hired for? If it's in HR, then it's moving people productively through the process quickly and efficiently and keeping employees engaged. Again, that's not bragging people, that's a fact. If you are a developer, it's writing code that secures the organization and helps customers, clients, internal people use the system in a productive way. 
So I want you to think about your job function. What is your job function? And that is what you lead with. That is the value you bring. Not braggy. It's what they would hire anyone in that position to do because they're not looking for somebody that's pretty. They're not looking for somebody that, you know, uses lots of big words necessarily. It's about what value you bring to that organization. And when you talk about the value you bring, that's a fact. So we're not talking bragging. Now, the next one is imposter syndrome. Oh, goodness. Uh, there is a statistic out there, and I'm, I'm going to butcher it. I'm just letting you know if you look this up, it's probably a little different than what I'm about to say, but it's what I see on a daily basis in my business, which is women tend to look at job postings, the job description. They read through it. Okay, I have these skills. I have these skills. Oh, you know what? I don't have any experience in this and this, so I'm not going to apply. Women want to make sure that they can do and have experience in doing 100% of a job posting's ask and requirements before they will apply. Well, guess what? You're shooting yourself in the foot because you are applying for a job that technically you've already done. There's no challenge there. So let's embrace the male way of doing this, which I think is incredibly important and every woman on earth should be doing this. I want you to look at that job posting and as long as you meet 50 to 60%, five zero to six zero percent of the job description, I want you to apply because companies are looking for you to want to be challenged. If you know everything in a job and you're applying, what they're going to say is, man, this person's going to be bored. They're not going to stick around very long. Whereas they are looking for somebody who has 40 to 60% of the job experience. And then they're looking to you to talk about the value that you're going to bring in that interview, going back to number one, and what excites you about the role. So it's really common, though, to say, well, I've never done this thing, so I can't do it. But that's not true, right? How many things have you never done that at some point in your life you had to do? Maybe it was homeschooling your children. I was never planning on doing that myself. And last year was thrown into that. And I will tell you that you just do it, right? You don't sit there and say, I've never done this and freeze up and don't do the thing. You go and you figure it out. There are these amazing tools, Google, YouTube. And then when you work somewhere, there are other employees that you work with that you can ask, how do I use this? I've never used the system before. Could you give me a crash course? Asking questions and knowing what you don't know is actually a form of bravery. And you, my friend, are brave. So I don't want you to think, I cannot do this job. What? Yes, you can. Instead of having that imposter syndrome about, I can't do this job, I want you to gamify the role and tell yourself, in six months, I'm going to know all of this material. 
I'm going to be able to do the ins and outs of this. and I'm going to grow so much as a person. That is what you should be excited about. So don't get caught in, I don't know. You don't know right now. But going forward, that's what books are for. That's what the internet's for, is to constantly learn and grow. So I don't know this thing yet, right? So it's not that you can't learn it. It's that you don't know it right this second. And the final one that I hear a lot, and I hear this for men as well, but it's really common with women, especially since a lot of us are still doing some homeschooling here and there. I need flexibility. Men don't ask for this as much, right? Women are the ones that are looking for the flexibility, not so much the men. So I want to first step back for you for just a second and ask you, Why do you need the flexibility? Is it because you want to make sure that you are a part of your child's life in a certain way that you were before you were working and now you want to make sure you're not missing that? Or is it that you're trying to do everything? So I got a little criticism on this one. My mother used to tell me, that there's nothing that a phone and a checkbook can't solve. Well, I don't use a checkbook anymore. I have a debit card, credit card, all the things. And here's the other thing I will tell you. You have people in your life that can help you, whether that be extended family or your spouse. So why are they not needing to flexibly work? How could you come together as a team and say, I would like to work, I would like to do this thing, I'm going to need your help in these areas. So ask for the help. I know that you need flexibility. It's 2021 as of the recording of this. Flexibility is normal for all people to be asking for. But before you go to an employer and ask for that flexibility, I want you to go in your own home and rally the people that you have, those resources in your home, and say, here's what our family needs. How can we work together? Maybe have that spouse come home early on Tuesdays and Thursdays so that you are not having to do all the drop up and pick up, drop off and pick up. There are so many different things here. I just want you to utilize your resources. You do not have to do everything. In fact, if you want to move up in organizations in the corporate environment, you will find out very quickly that you actually cannot do everything. You could try, but then you are starving great hungry people of work and you're going to burn yourself out and your work product will not be as great. So if you can let go of the flexibility piece and really utilize the skills and abilities that you have in your own home, it will serve you well in a career. And guess what? That glass ceiling starts to dissolve because you are using and empowering everyone around you. 
you no longer feel like I can't do this thing because you understand I can't do it right now, but I'm going to learn. And then you understand how valuable this skill is to a business, an organization, other women, other working professionals and parents, and you share that skill. You share what you learn. Again, not bragging, is it? No, it's called helping. It's called sharing and teaching what you do. Did you love what you heard today and you want more? Sign up for my weekly email in the show notes. It's packed with tips and tricks to lead and love your life. You can also follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram by typing in Emily Hawkins, the number four, the letter U. I'll see you here next week.